At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Never has a sermon resonated so loudly, reverberating through the body, a shockwave for a full 24 hours. Greetings, welcome in. It is Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside the All-American King of the Mammals, my guy, LeVar Arrington. What's up, sir? Good morning. Good morning. Still uh, trying to make sense of a guy running for 331 yards. Sheesh. When you make a would-be number two overall draft pick look like just a guy. But my (laughs) beloved Northwestern Wildcats fall 22-10 yesterday in what was a wild day of college football and and let the final few hours here rage on in debating who makes that final four. LeVar, fun stuff ahead. Yeah, they were in it. They were, you know, your Northwestern Wildcats were in it for for a minute, for a moment. I mean, they went to the halftime leading. So, uh, listen, you, when you when you get down to it, Ohio State has a whole lot of of athletes. While Northwestern, you know, they don't. But they do the best with what they have, Mike. They don't have athletes. That's not just as many slander as Ohio. on the radio. No, well, no, it's not as <laughs> they don't have as many as Ohio. All right, State. on a comparative basis, I mean, correct. The correct. way you just laid it out, it's like you're just slandering my team no, playing no. for the Big Ten title here. They did better than what my team did against them. How about that? Fair point. Yes, yeah, fair so as I'm, it goes. All right, so Texas A&M should they be in or is Notre Dame keep that fourth spot, Lavar? That's really the debate of the day. It is a debate. And I don't know that there is a right or wrong answer to that question. I think 
I think Notre Notre Dame losing um losing to Clemson kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Um and seeing how um seeing how Texas A and M finished out, but you how know, about that they played a bunch of stiffs, Lamar? Uh, for as but, much as A and M could say we we won, you know, we went eight and one, and and throw that up, just because you're in the SEC, you're still a two and seven, right? If we're going to do the comparative thing, true, there's still a large gap between the haves and the have-nots in that conference as well. Well, you don't lose very much on your ranking as Notre Dame losing to Clemson, so. I mean, if if I were a part of the selection committee, I'm taking Notre Dame. All right, if if I'm giving a a media's perspective on what makes sense and who should be in, I like the story of Texas A and M, but I'm still taking Notre Dame. Yeah, I, I, I come down to this, Lamar. All right, and it's the tried and true argument from where I sit in this whole thing and why the games requirement was eliminated uh, in in terms of the Big Ten. Uh, it was twofold. Number one, they want a, a chance, a, a seat at the table and some of that money, right? And it trickles mm-hmm. through the conference, number one. Number two, it's a TV show. What's a better right. TV show, Texas A&M or Notre Dame? Sure. Now, here's, the, here's where it gets complicated, Mike. Who do you take, Texas A&M or Ohio State? Ohio State. But why? Undefeated. They actually won their conference. How many games? Doesn't matter. Why, why, should, why does that matter? Because they ma- lost two because- of them because of, through no fault of their own. So that's why I brought up the, fo- the point of beating up on Mississippi State, Tennessee, and some of the schlubby teams at the but back end play- of the SEC. You- you got to play who's in your conference. See, here's the problem I have with, and and listen, I'm I'm of the, uh, uh, somewhat I'm of the same mindset with Ohio State. But what is it? Six games they played. Sure. It's not. A, I mean, I just if you have a team that played four more games, I mean, we saw some tremendous upsets. Sure. Take place this year. No question. So and and based around the the just the climate of of where sports went based off of COVID, I just find myself saying a team like Texas A and M they have a magical season, one loss season, and and then you have other teams that are going to be in there. Clemson's going to be in there. Probably Notre Dame. They have one loss. So if I'm looking at those teams that have played 11 games versus a team that's played six games, that's you've almost played another season on top of on top of them. I mean, if you if you think about it, you're you're one game away from playing double the amount of games as Ohio State. I I just have to say, if I'm at Texas A&M, I'm I'm certainly upset. If if Ohio State gets in and we don't, oh, uh, they went eight and one on the season. So, so is it eight one? They went eight, eight one. one. I thought so, it was six and one. Okay. Well, they, so they they played their nine games. Ohio State. Wait, 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 wait. No, no. You mean Texas A and M? A and M went. I, I thought it was ten and one. one. No, they okay. went eight and one. I thought it was ten and one. Excuse That's me. all right. No, I mean because this is where you start the argument and start bringing in undefeated Cincinnati and some of these other teams, right? If we're going to say, hey, that's another good, and that's a, another different good year, one. right? That's and anything could happen. And they look good, Mike. Have you seen Cincinnati? I've play? seen them play a couple of times. Man, they look good. They're explosive. 
fun team to watch play. But again, when you're talking, like you said, what's best for business? I hate to say it, Cincy, but we know y'all for Art Long, Danny Forson, Kenyon Martin. Uh, <laughs> on the basketball Nick, side, Nick guys that will beat you up in the down, down low. Yeah, yeah, we don't know you for football. So that's an unfortunate one right there. But these are the type of, types of moments and the types of seasons. I mean, we were just debating the other day, yesterday on, on Up On Game. And check it out if you Look get a chance. You. Uh, <laughs> we were just debating this in terms of with Dion going to Jackson State. What turns the tide for smaller, smaller, uh, smaller teams and, and smaller conferences? You have to give them a, a fair opportunity at some point or you just have to start having the conversation of saying, listen, we aren't really trying to decide who the, the best team is in the country. I mean, it's, it's just whatever that debate is going to be, Mike, it has to be a fair and a true conversation because some of these people that are deserving of an opportunity are not going to get the opportunity like a Cincinnati because they're not going to be big enough. They're not going to be respected enough to be able to bump out one lost teams that are playing in bigger conferences. Well, no, and that's it, right? What what makes it college football go around? I mean, I think the latter is what ends up happening and you create your own championship. You create your own... Uh, playoff system out of the other divisions because or you expand the playoffs which really i i don't understand in this year of years how you didn't well then you're uh, going to have try to, to create some more cash in order to to expand a playoff and justify the amount of teams that you would need to make it a true playoff you would have to start paying the players or i made the suggestion that you you shorten up the first part of the season like you want you want to make it really really matter do what happened this year and it was kind of it opened my eyes to it you don't necessarily need tune up games like well, I, i'm all for getting rid of the tune up games but if you if you have non conference games then they should be more competitive right no, well, and, and I, if they're I would be say true it's only exhibitions as opposed to but uh, scrimmages. it's only it's only meant to bring cash to those smaller team sure. schools so for me i look at it like this go straight into your your conference play and and then make the field bigger so then now by getting rid of three games on the front side of it put those three games in the playoff now here's where i'll say you can make make it back on the back end if you don't like do do uh what is that uh provisional or or like kind of like based off of if we make the playoff then we don't schedule games but at the moment in time that you may not make the playoff you have you know three games two games scheduled that you're going to play that would make your season longer with those teams that you would have played earlier on in the year I, to me, I think it's sensible. You know, all right, we're not going to make it to the playoffs. We're going to play, you know, App State. We're going to play Jackson State. You know, and that we play you at the end of the year versus playing you in the beginning of the year to keep the number of the games down so that if you were to qualify for the, the national playoff, then now you're talking about a three-game, four-game uh four game proposition to get to a national championship. 
I think it would be pretty interesting if if they were able to figure it out. But football is such a complicated game, and trying to figure out scheduling of it without it turning into a money grab of sorts or justification of amateurism, it's just going to be a hard conversation. Yeah, I was going to say the the two parts of that that I, I take away is it's always a money grab for each conference, and the other uh, is you use the word fair. And yeah. that word just doesn't belong in college football. We, I mean, we, we it doesn't belong we, in life. It, it mostly Mike. in life. I was going to leave it to college football because I didn't want to get people, you know, the blood pressure shooting man. up too much. I woke up halfway. Sunday. I woke up last night like, man, it ain't fair. But boy, it, it it is. It's like life is hard, but it's fair. What is it? The country song. Life ain't always beautiful, but it's a beautiful ride. Uh, We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Go to geico.com. Get yourself a free rate quote. All right, we had three NFL games in the book that we need to uh, take a quick rewind on here, LeVar. Going back to Thursday night and the Chargers win over the Raiders and the return, if only for one day, of Marcus Mariota. Mm Mm-hmm. Is yeah. he the, is he their quarterback for twenty twenty one? No, Carr is. Okay, but he did a good job. He hit his little bonus by playing. No, that, he got paid. There's no question about that. Two twenty six uh, through the air, a touchdown, an interception, uh, as well as eighty eight yards on the ground for Marcus Mariota in relief of Derek Carr. Just always the question with you know it always seems at least publicly John Gruden's always looking for the second guy and, and hyping him up and for Mariota with his legs seemed to open up the offense a bit even if you didn't have rugs there saw an awful lot of Darren Waller standing by himself hmm. you know with with what we see out of out of the the Raiders it's it's just for me where where is the where is the trust <laughs> You know, where, where do we, where do we say, okay, you guys lose to the chargers. Yeah. Their defense is trash. I mean, that's really where we're at. Right. But, but you're a team that is capable of beating and giving the only loss to the chiefs. Right. So I don't really know how to feel about, you know, this, this Raiders team, but I will say this, um, you definitely have a guy in Herbert that is going to be um, a tremendous, tremendous stalwart of this league, I believe, um, for the Chargers. So that's going to be that one is more of an interesting story to me right now than than the Las Vegas Raiders. And for the simple fact that you have what appears to be the makings of a tremendous franchise quarterback. And what are you going to do? Um, personnel-wise with this team moving forward. You got to keep some guys there, but they have so much talent. It's like, how did they find themselves in such a a compromising position as a team this year, um, seemingly when you had so many good pieces, um, solid pieces in place, Mike? Situational football disasters week after week. Uh, We could put together a three-hour special over the holiday season. 
uh, over Anthony Lynn and his coaching staff's blunders because they've done a good job in the front office. Now they have to figure out how to pay all these guys. Uh, really quick, uh, my Josh Allen for MVP bandwagon is getting bigger and is bigger. Is it getting big? Yeah, people uh, are getting yeah. big now. Yeah, two touchdown passes, two on the ground, 359 via the air, 48-19, blowout over the Broncos. think uh, you might have heard that on the radio. Uh, predicted the other night. Uh, and then the Panthers, uh, well, they, they beat the spread, eight and a half, but the Packers uh, behind 145 yards from Aaron Jones get the job done and stay He's in bad the boy. for that number one overall seed. Aaron Jones is a bad boy, man. And Green, Bay, and Green Bay has the MVP of the league on their team. Incorrect. He plays in <laughs> Buffalo, and he breaks tables. <laughs> Well, I like the Bills Mafia breaking tables. I just, and- I just got to have a new narrative, that's all. And, and that's what I look for with MVP voters. Although this year, Aaron Rodgers seemingly, you know, the comeback mode uh, yeah. since so many people wrote him off last year, I guess. It's, it's a, a runaway story. I don't think spraying uh, ketchup and mustard on your face is going to get it done in Buffalo for the MVP votes this year. It's just, I think it's a runaway for, for Aaron Rodgers right now. Slander once again. I'm Boy, sorry. Twice in a, in the I know, man. I mean, like, it is what it is. I got, I got to take the pain uh, as it comes. He's Lavar Arrington <laughs> at Lavar Arrington uh, at King of the Mammals on Instagram. Find me over at Swollen Dome. When we come back, we start getting into the remainder of Week 16 in your yeah. National Football League. It's a really frightening thing, uh, and we will. Our, yeah. The hmm. Bears and Vikings are first on tap. It's just weird. I, the the time twenty twenty has been a very strange thing. It's been uh, interesting. Add, adding the extra check boxes on the uh, the curtains here. All right, we'll get into that next year on Fox. <laughs> You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. 
Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back in. Of the year. Don't you just want to sing along and, and, and just kind of sway in your seat? Everybody, little chair dancing. It's the most wonderful time of the year. You hear the dulcet tones of LeVar Arrington, my teammate, the All-American. Pro Bowler, King of the Mammals, up on game here, Fox Sports Radio on Saturdays. You can catch the podcast, Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you pull down audio, the iHeartRadio app. Uh, download it, give it five stars. He'll love you forever and may walk coast to coast. <laughs> or he may make TJ Hushmanzada or Plaxico Burris do it uh, to give you a big hug once the pandemic has been lifted. You find me Very over true. at Swollen Ome. Yeah, yeah. I'll do the same. I was uh, about to say, and you do the same. Yeah, I got I got no no qualms get, getting out there and doing the same. Uh, I caught myself in the advancing the narrative. Why? Because, well, I want it to be championship week in your fantasy leagues. Don't panic. It's only the semis for most of you. Uh, it is still week 15. I got sucked into a time warp uh, mm. in the last, uh, well, we're trying to do a tease. And looking ahead, we've got week 15. Uh, the fact that we've already had three games over three days uh, is really one of those things that starts to uh, freak you out a little bit. Uh, mm. Two games in the midst of all the college action, both that were only available on the NFL Network. So curious, because we love watching TV ratings and everything, LeVar, I'll be curious to see. Uh, what the results were of yesterday's Bills and Packers games uh, being relegated to the cable outlet. Hmm. Well, you know, when, when you look at, 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 at Bills and Packers and, you know, where, where games are and where, where we're heading right now, there's so much that, that are taking place, so much going on just to try to get through and be where we're trying to go. So – However, whatever, you know, I just I'm just glad the games are being played. Yeah, just remember honest. we only got forty five left of these regular season gems out of the two fifty six. <laughs> we celebrate each and every one of them here on this show. And that means all right, you ready? You you stretched? It's time to get going. Yes. Uh, week fifteen. Yes. Let's go. Here we go. Turn them out. Let's go all day. Bears and Vikings. All right, Buster Screen. 
not a, to be confused with Buster Rhymes. Uh, cornerback for the Bears is out. He's in concussion protocol. Vikings rule out Kendricks and Kyle Rudolph. Means more opportunities perhaps for Irv Smith as the Bears uh, can get gashed a little bit by the tight end over the middle. Now, uh, remember the first matchup between these teams, 1913, your final, and that's when you saw a whole lot of Nick Foles. Uh, yeah. 15 to 26, 106, and an interception in this one. Uh, Kirk Cousins, by way of contrast, had 292, 2 and 1. Bears have been very good at bottling up Dalvin Cook through the years, so that's something to keep an eye on, as well as the fact that they don't get much pressure up front. Bears getting three on the road. That's right, Minnesota, the home favorite by a field goal. The line was originally six when it posted. Uh, earlier this season. Uh, I look at the Bears and a different offense with Mitchell Trubisky, and because you'll tell, call me a homer, I'm just going to take him and move on. Oh, man. I think that the six is the, the right play. I think that's the right call. So if they changed it, I'm not I'm not going to change with them. I look at the Vikings. They have a better offense. They have a better rushing, rushing attack. And the Bears defense right at 11, I, I just, I'm not confident that they'll get it done today or cover the spread. So I'm taking the Vikings. Smashed up a little bit. We haven't seen the uh, the same pressures. Got a, got a little bit back to basics last week. Khalil Mack continues to show up on your injury report. Uh, but we'll see if Akeem Hicks and company can slow down Dalvin Cook. Next! Wear him out! Let's go all day! Patriots and Dolphins. All right, we know historically things have been a little dicey heading down to Miami for New England. That was even with Tom Brady under center. Why? Because Miami this time of year looks awful nice compared to those Boston Knights. Uh, We look at the spread for this one, either one or one and a half. Miami is your home favorite. Uh, Of course, we know what Bill Belichick does to young quarterbacks. Can he do it to Tua today? Uh, Well, I'm going to go with New England on this one. I I think this is a very even matchup. Uh, And I know the the Patriots got them the first time. I still think that this is a big brother matchup. Um, So I'm I'm looking at the Patriots to be able to get this one. Now, Miami has the better record, but I think New England has the better better game today and and just an emotional mental uh edge against the miami dolphins i'm gonna take new england as well i'm looking at the injury report and i didn't read it for y'all here uh coast to coast because it would take me the rest of this segment to go through the list new england i believe has 18 players on it if i counted right and the dolphins have Eh, 12 or 13, uh, two of which are important to you for fantasy purposes out there. Gasicki with the shoulder injury. Yeah, that's he a says, big one. I'm playing. Right? He was tweeting and Instagramming and everything else. Likewise, Devontae Parker expects to play as well. So you can put Gasicki on your mammals list. No, they're going to lose. Not with that shoulder. Yeah, no, that didn't look no, pretty. No. When he left for the locker room last week. Yeah. All right, next. Wear him out. Let's go all day. Jets and Rams. Only appropriate, this one comes right before we're going to kick it over to Isaac Lohenkron. There you go. Uh, Ram. The Rams. Rams. 17-point uh, favorites. That's the only question here. 17. Uh, no, nah, I don't think they'll cover that. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a really big number. Uh, I think just out of professional pride, you got to be within that. Yeah, uh, Jets, as, as we look at the, the circling the drain, and while they watch Trevor Lawrence and his three touchdown performance last night, uh, Jamison Crowder on the injury list, questionable with a calf injury. Uh, as we know, that defense will swallow up runners. So number one not defense, much value there. Yeah, Aaron Donald uh, up front, Jalen Ramsey in the back. You're talking about two of your difference makers here. So it's not about picking the game. It's about, well, how's the finish? I'll, I'll take the plus 17. Uh, just looking for some uh, hey, hey, Mike. catch down the back. Hey, end. Mike, yeah. you know what the Jets offense is rated? Last. <laughs> hey, Mike. Hey, yeah, Mike. Yeah, keep going. You know what they are rated in defense? Uh, I got If they're not last, they're uh, they're in the bottom three. Uh, ooh, that is re- like wow. When you said bottom three, you know what they are? What are they? Twenty ninth. Well, there you go. Missed it by that much by fractions of a point per game. <laughs> See, that was pretty good. That, that was a good way to filibuster because now it's time to kick it over to Isaac Lowenkron. Let's do it. Who's got what's trending? The news that's happening now across the sporting universe. Find him on Twitter at Isaac Lowenkron. What's up, Ilo? Boys, get your popcorn ready. Uh oh. It's story time. Nice. The New York Times reports that Washington football team owner Daniel Snyder is working to buy out three of his minority partners including one he's accused of running a smear campaign against him. Uh Snyder claimed in court filings that the partner, real estate developer Dwight Schar, schemed to leak negative and damaging information about Snyder to the media in an attempt to compel him to sell the team. Snyder used a lawsuit that he filed in New Delhi, India, all right? Wow. In order to obtain records that showed that Shar's daughter bought Snyder's now former executive assistant a burner phone to facilitate leaking of negative information about Snyder to the media. This oh, goes wow. all the way to New Delhi, India. And a global team. And unveils the trail of a burner phone. So Shar's proceeds from the sale of his share of the team, which are still going to be, look, in the hundreds of millions of dollars, would be reduced by millions of dollars as a penalty for his scheme. Oh, wow. Man, wish we had this sort of intrigue at Fox Sports Radio. I'll tell you what. There's so many things I could say to what that story is, and I know both people that are Boy, being named. You, you know, I'm just going to keep my feet You know, up. LeVar, there's so many things you could say. It's only a shame you don't have the time or the format, say, a multi-hour <laughs> national radio show to go into detail like that. It's crazy anyway, how that works. On the field on Saturday, the Buffalo Bills clinched the AFC East for the first time in a quarter century with a 48-19 win over the Broncos. Packers over the Carolina Panthers 24-16 to improve to 11-3. Aaron Jones ran for 145. College football Saturday night of the SEC championship game number one Alabama defeated 7th ranked Florida 52-46 in the ACC championship game 3rd ranked Clemson defeated number 2 Notre Dame 34-10 Michael and LeVar Thank you See LeVar you, you've got the floor to, to start that rant I mean well, I, Ilo hit you with is, that first question well, the Zoom call the funny thing is, I have no desire to broach the, the conversation, really. It's just not. It, you know, I'll, I'll say this. Don't you find it odd and ironic, just just follow me for one second, that we would be breaking a story like this 
in the midst of a positive run by this team. Yeah, it is kind of kind of crazy, isn't it? That's where the whole idea of why I question this man so much becomes such an like so your team is doing well. They seem to be trending in the right direction. Like why is this become a media story? Why are you why are you being quoted this way? And, and I, I get it. It's court documents. So maybe it's the, the local media that's doing it. It is the nation's capital. I'll give them somewhat of a reprieve on that because I have heard so many different things from internal um, sources saying that the man really has changed his ways. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I just Washington. It's just amazing to me how things like in in what week would that story have even had any relevancy other than this one? <laughs> well, right. it, it's always going to have uh, some juice to it, right? Ownership, salacious details. If if they uh, had Daniel if, Snyder in twenty years, they started off. I think they couldn't win. What what did they go three or four weeks without winning a game, maybe more I'm, I'm not even sure what their record was early on but if you're telling me this story would have been relevant in week three or four i would i would call bs on that like nobody would care it's not a headline ilo's not reading that on on the news break on the update but this washington Redskins. oh excuse me See? this washington Boom. this washington football to well i'm going back to when i was there so sure. go go figure i was living in in the days and times of my experiences but it's just interesting to me that where we are right now because this team is surging um, and and begin, beginning to show a little life that you haven't you hadn't seen. They're actually in position to win their 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 division. Um, now it's a story. I just hope that it doesn't become a situation that does what historically happens to that team, which is it it creates confusion it creates distractions and ultimately alters it alters what the goals are and you know it's not it's not right for the fans and it's certainly not right for the players as well to have to live through all of the 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 chicanery that goes on you know with with the executive you know level of that that team yeah, it's it seems like a a story that would be best served for at least the publicity the of it for the yeah. off season. Right. The other side though, that couldn't is that couldn't wait until the off season. Now. Well, that's the point. Well, but not not just because they're surging. I mean, I, I think even if they were, you know, it, it's a better story if it's a, a dumpster fire again. Yeah. Because it would just be all right, same old, and look what he's doing, and now here's the the power play as the the team struggles versus, all right, things are on the upswing where Daniel Snyder, look, even though Haskins under center, and we'll talk about Washington and picking the game a little bit later, but even though they're they're on the upswing, you know, you'd have to give him some credit for, even if he didn't make the selections himself, empowering Jason Wright and the team that's now in charge, uh, go Cats, uh, for building the team that is, is putting up the, the effort they are now. It's so funny because I was about to make a Go Cats reference there. It's like you're a private school. 
Now, even though you're in the Big Ten, you're still a private school. So you just gave a private school take. I gave you a state school take. You know, I'm not saying that you guys are that much smarter than us, but you guys are that much smarter. (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh, Just different perspectives, baby. That's what it's all all about. You gave you gave a more enlightened perspective, most likely. My my perspective is really more gritty and more like just kind of just in the realm of just regular sense. Like, why is this coming out? Why (laughs) is this coming out now? I don't think this is a story all year long until now. Like, you're hearing about this defensive front. You're hearing about the the surging and dominance of of Chase Young, who could be, you know, like a guy, like a guy guy. And it's, it's surfacing. Like, you're hearing all of these conversations come out about this team. And now, all of a sudden, here you go. Like, we're not hearing as bad as things are for Dallas right now. We don't, we're not hearing anything crazy being said about the businesses and the practices of what's taking place with Dallas as bad as things are in in New York for the Jets right now we're not hearing headline stories about something that's going on with Woody and how bad the business practices are in terms of something like this we're not hearing it about any other team but yet the moment this Washington football team starts to have some positivity come their way here comes this type of headline kind of sucks I think it comes back to uh, look who the the principal name is on on the list. He's just a, a guy that uh, people have a, a liking problem in that they don't. Just sucks, man. I know. I, I feel you, man. But there's, there's your virtual hug. There, there, and there's my and, and listen. There's my personal side of it. No, like I don't. You I really don't. Uh, the the soft underbelly. Yeah, right I don't really. I don't really get into the emotions of what I do when I'm doing my job. But I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, man. Chase Young was a number two overall draft pick. Chase Young is starting to have dominance at, in the second half of his season. Right. Chase Young is positioning himself to be a pro bowler probably next year. Maybe not this yeah, year, but he's pro- going to be an all pro, he, all NFL. He's in here. He's in he's in position to get rookie of the year as a defender. Now, I didn't get defensive rookie of the year. Brian Urlacher had a, a tremendous year, an amazing year. But it's so funny because people are like, oh, if we could do the draft over again, we should have drafted Urlacher instead of LeVar. And you know what? LeVar would have had rookie of the year and would have been a Hall of Famer, while Brian Urlacher would have been doing the same exact thing I was doing, and then we would be sitting here having the same exact conversations with the names twisted up. And the reason being is for this crap that we're talking about right now. As it continues to flow, we'll we'll keep an eye on this story as it develops. Uh, you, you got some some behind the scenes, and you know, I just what, hope it doesn't. There. I just don't want it. the The point of what I'm saying right now is, I just hope that they stabilize things well enough that they can get through these types of moments of of these type of types of reports so that the team isn't impacted and impacted in a way where you see somebody like Chase Young who can be be a Hall of Famer if he continues on his trajectory, sure. you don't want the confusion to take over his career like it did someone that was the death of my career. Yeah. was dealing with the BS that took place in Washington. It wasn't me getting injured. It was the BS and the muck of everything that we just heard in that update report 
always something crazy going on there that always derailed the rest of that building. So I hope they don't ruin Chase Young's opportunities, man. And Montez on that. No, to that sure. Point. Sweating. I mean, yeah. that, that whole defense. That whole got, defense of front. There. Yeah. Absolutely. But Chase is different, man. Oh, no. Chase, well, I mean, you, look, the Mike different. Tomlin exchange uh, about said it all. It's yeah, like we're never going to draft high enough to get a guy like you yeah. up in here. So, uh, yeah, he is something fun to watch. There's no yeah. question about it. Uh, and, you know, owes back to the beginning of the show as we talked about Ohio State. Uh, shark's teeth, baby. Uh, yes. Take a bite and the next one next comes one into place. In. You yeah. got it. Uh, but I, I do think, uh, just really quickly, Jason Wright, uh, at least from what we've seen in terms of his influence coming in and, and the type of team they put together along with Ron Rivera, uh, at least on the, the football side of things, it seems that there's a stability, at least for the moment. And we'll see if that permeates from above. Uh, yep. He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Mike Harmon coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Easy to save 15% or more on your car insurance with Geico. So go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part... Figuring out which way is easier. Take us with you on the road. The iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM, Channel 83, 400-plus affiliates nationwide, and as always, the little voice in the back of your head. Uh, at King of the Mammals on Instagram, where you find LeVar. Find me at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, we talk about Philip Rivers, the ageless, timeless, and T.Y. Hilton. We gave you him a month ago, and he is surging as well. Next on Fox. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? 
You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I may be the only man on the planet that likes Paul McCartney's entry into the Christmas world, but I'll bop along. It's a very cheesy song, but no, I but do. that's the thing. But I love Paul McCartney, and I think this is a cool song. By the way, new album just came out, McCartney Three. Definitely worth a listen, folks. Add it to those playlists for your holiday uh, meanderings. Uh, not an not an endorsement. Nobody paid me. Not an ad. Just. Uh, Mike's musical taste uh, on full display. Uh, Mike Harmon alongside the All-American LeVar Arrington having some fun with you this morning. Fox Football Sunday getting you through the games of Week 15. Good luck to all you fantasy players out there. If you have sit-start questions, get them in at Swollen Dome. I will answer them. I'll try when we're in our our quick little pauses, but uh, certainly a little bit more than an hour from now, I'll be able to do that in earnest for you uh, and take you through the good, the bad, the ugly of week 15. You find LeVar at LeVar Arrington on Twitter, at King of the Mammals on Instagram. Check out Up On Game, the latest uh, edition. They they were on yesterday, uh, 10 a.m. till noon. Yes. Am yeah, I, 10 a.m. Right? Yes, 10 a.m. till noon Pacific time. Yes, you are correct. I'm always getting my time zones of, of making sure I, I do that properly. Uh, the, so 1 to 3 uh, Eastern time. You should check it out uh, as LeVar, Plaxico Burris, and TJ Hushmanzada get you up on game, get you through the, the big st- stories of the week from their perspective of guys that lived and played in, in through the collegiate experience and NFL obviously the business thereafter uh special guests and then there was a whole thing about hairlines or something like that which really confused that <laughs> it had it had to be did it confuse you well I, I I don't pay a lot of attention to uh to folks uh hair as I don't have much of my own man it, it, I work it, with, I've worked with a bunch of guys with shaved heads too between Glazer and Jason Smith, there's Bro, not a follicle between them. That had to be one of the funniest little bits that I've heard, like, period. So basically what, basically what he was saying was, you know, he was talking about about uh, Stephen A's hairline and basically said the, the end of his hairline and his face is on, you know, the network that he's on and and that you got to go back three channels to to another channel that's connected to that series cluster of channels to get to the beginning of his hairline. So you had to change channels <laughs> and go to a different channel to, to see where his hairline started. It was, it was really uh, okay. funny. No, I, d- I dig fun. that. <laughs> I could care less about really paying attention to it. Could have been he could have been talking about anybody. It was just the premise of what he said that was told, told like I. I, I don't think I've laughed that hard quite some time, man. That was pretty funny. Nicely done. Uh, you so can hear that, that bit too, by the way. Yeah, yeah if check, you go it check it out. Apple Podcast, yeah. Podcast, Google Play, the iHeartRadio app. 
wherever you get your sound, be able to pull <laughs> it, was, it down. It's and pretty funny. No, there you have pretty it. Pretty funny. Uh, every week here on Fox Sports Radio on Saturdays. And, of course, LeVar and I chopping it up here Sunday mornings. So yeah, let's get man. back to the games. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Texans at Colts. All right, the Texans... Well, we know what Deshaun Watson's dealing with now. You got a bunch of substitutes in the receiving core. Uh, Indianapolis favored by seven or seven and a half. Obviously, you like it better at seven than seven with the hook. But now you've got Taylor running wild. Balance to the offense, which means more open opportunities for T.Y. Hilton. And you see what a terror he's been the last couple of weeks. Uh, I'll take Indianapolis and I'll give the points. Yeah, the Texans' defense is their weakest link. They have no running game. Uh, And it's sad because Deshaun is playing at such a high level. You know, they're they're sixth in passing, super high in passing. But this this Colts defense, they're they're playing really well. Listen, I, I don't I don't think that the Colts' offense is spectacular, but they're not bad. This is not a bad offense. It's it's a good offense. So I'm I'm taking the Colts. Yeah, Chad Hansen was your leader against the Bears in that 36-7 thrashing. Tells but, you where you're but at. But this could be a trap game. No, there's always the danger. This is my right? trap game. Given given how well Deshaun Watson uh, will play at time. Uh, yeah, we got time for it. It's fast. Lions at tight ends. All right, so Matthew Stafford flew. He's expected to play. He's got all sorts of cartilage and other problems uh, going on here. Here's the one that I think is a is a game for uh, nine and a half is your number. I'll take Detroit plus nine and a half at Tennessee. Oh, really? How do you like that? Yeah, no, nah, I'm taking Tennessee. Just rolling straight through, looking at more of AJ Brown. More of Derrick Henry. Can Detroit slow him down? We shall no. see. Coming up next, we go into one of the big games of the week. Why? Because it's always a party when Tom's involved. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Juan Gabriel, Juan Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Cristina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotto Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Greetings. Welcome in. Hour two of the program, Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside the All-American King of the Mammals himself. It's LeVar Arrington. LeVar, uh, an action-packed Fun, exciting, and thought-provoking first hour of the show. How do we how do we top it? We don't have to try to top it. We just have to be who we are. That's deep thoughts right there. You know, one of my buddies, shots out to Andre Ferguson, who competed in Mr. Olympia. He came up short, and he had a post this morning, you know, basically saying he deserved the placing that he got. And the other guys that won did a great job. And you know what I told him? I said, look here, man champions will always try they just won't always win right super proud of them super proud that you tried you know what i mean so a champion will become a champion at some point because they're always trying so as long as we're in this second hour and we're still trying we got a chance to be champions but if not we tried well when you're (laughs) on the the king of the mountain right keep climbing there's always another height to Mm -hmm. be reached or at least people to fend off once you've reached it. That's uh, right. So you've always got to be active and, and activated, lean, mean, and hungry. That's uh, right. You can take us with you as you're on the road th- this morning. Maybe you to Grandma's house, just like the old uh, song said. The iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM Channel 83. Uh, and you can always find us on iTunes. Look under Fox Sports Weekends. Uh, look for Fox Sports Sunday, Arrington and Harmon edition. You've got the I Want Your Flex podcast. That's my fantasy podcast alongside Dan Byer. And, of course, Up On Game. Uh, you hear it 10 to noon Pacific time here on Fox Sports Radio. And then grab the podcast yeah. thereafter. You know what's cool about that podcast? Our Later. show goes on there, too. Yeah. So so anything that you've missed in terms of if you needed to go back over why we believe a team is going to win or we hit you with some interesting content during our two hours today, you can go on there and hear me and Mike as well. That's pretty cool because there's there's none of this if I don't have you. You know what I mean? Like if there's no Mike Harmon, it's just not – it's just not – it doesn't happen. So, well, it's the truth, you know. Well, we we got to stir the drink, man. We got to just keep it flowing. 
People don't understand how much you're my guy, man. Like, uh, you're my guy, bro. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Building bigger, better, and faster, stronger for 2021. Yeah, man. I mean, lots, that's lots that's the, the idea of it. Yeah. That's what that's lots the idea of ideas. Of and look, we we come at it. Uh, what what you get from this show is organic. There are no scripts. Very true. Uh, it is a you know we had two big talking points of trying to solve college football's dilemmas, right? Because mm-hmm. they've got to come up with their top four for this playoff later on today, and a lot of worthy would be challengers. And look, that's always going to happen, even if you expand to eight. There's going to be a ninth, a tenth, eleventh, and twelfth team that are mad. If you go to sixteen, then well, what's the criterion that keeps out those next four beyond that? Uh, we get it, uh, but Lavar had some practical, common sense uh, approach to it, uh, as well as recognizing the regionality of things, which we always have to raise our hands uh, to when it comes to college football during the regular season. The other was on the developing Washington story uh, with Daniel Snyder. If you missed that. Uh, that was heartfelt, deep, insightful, and just a, a question of how an organization has been run for two decades plus, uh, mm. as opposed to how some of the others across the NFL are. So grab the download of the podcast for those two pieces in addition to all our picks. Uh, you will not be disappointed. No scripts uh, off the cuff. No writing room. None of that stuff. Uh, we do it live and in living color every Sunday here for you, 6 to 8 Pacific on Fox. But uh, the other part of our business is to go through the games, make some predictions, uh, talk about the good, the bad, the ugly to come. And we've got one, uh, well, it features Tom Terrific. Hmm. Although he got denied being able to, you know, trademark that. Wear him out. Let's go all day. Buccaneers and Falcons. Line opened, Tampa minus two, currently sitting at six and a half. So just below that uh, pesky seven threshold for you. No Julio Jones in this one. No Denard in the secondary for the Falcons either. Uh, Marlon Davidson is out. Ricardo Allen is out with a concussion. So uh, both your starting cornerbacks uh, out for this one, LeVar, as we look at uh, Tom Brady and company trying to get things right. Uh, mm-hmm. For the stretch run last week, Leonard Fournette was a healthy scratch. Ronald Jones now with a finger injury means you'll probably see a little bit of more of him. A little bit of more. I don't know what I was doing. I was watching The Godfather. A I little, guess. Bit, a of little more. bit of more. I was going back to my Southside Chicago roots yeah. uh, as we get to that. But Tom Brady and company, we talk about all the weapons. We know what kind of season Atlanta has had. They've teased us in points. We talked about the Raiders in the first hour. And one of the, the big questions there was the 43-6 shellacking at the hands of a then left for dead Atlanta Falcons squad. So uh, interim coach has them playing hard, but is it enough today? Well, when I broke down this team, the one thing that I saw that stuck out quite a bit was the defense of Tampa Bay. Uh, They're a top 10 defense. They play very well, flow very well, can pressure the quarterback very well. And even though the Falcons got Tampa Bay the first time, I think that this is a very different matchup-wise. You mentioned Julio Jones won't be in the game. I think it's a safe pick to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this one. Looking for uh, the the ball to be spread around. For fantasy purposes, it's difficult 
Uh, for those yeah. of you trying to decide, Evans or Godwin, do you play them? They're they're both WR2s, but the ceilings are obviously lowered. The tight end position I, is difficult, so Gronkowski always a play. I would say you definitely go for for Godwin or or Mike Evans because this is one of those defenses. I mean, you look at the Falcons' defense; that's their weakness. They're they're at the bottom of yeah. the league in terms of what their defense is capable of doing. So I would say it would be from my perspective it would be a safe pick to take somebody in the passing uh the passing game uh this weekend against the falcons well the problem always lavar from the fantasy angle is which one will it be yeah right because well, Bra- brady's the easy one yeah but I, but here we're looking I, at almost 282 is, yards per yeah. game allowed uh most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks so we've got uh brady's the the no-brainer and then it's just the all right what's the pecking order this week how much is scotty miller Factoring in to screw things up for you. <laughs> well, that's a tough one. I can't help y'all on that one. But pick one and hope that your guy's the guy that gets the number this week. There you go. There's your daily fantasy uh, kind of play on here. Uh, you got to find one that you like the valuation. But wow, I'm going to take felt Tampa. pretty good. Yeah, there you go. And I'm going to take Tampa to lay the number <laughs> as well uh, since it is below that all-important threshold. Here's a game that I think has uh, the nation interested. Why? Because we've got a triumphant return, like someone showing up at the end of a, uh, no spoiler, uh, TV show. And you go, what? Oh, Chiefs at Saints. That's right. We're still in the no spoiler zone. It's been 48 hours. Someone else spoiled it for you. Uh, Well, that's on them. Uh, I'm going to do my best to just shut my mouth. All right. We got the New Orleans Saints. Fourth in total defense, giving up just 20.4 points per game. You've got the Kansas City Chiefs, not far behind, at just 21.6 points per game. The part of that team that never gets any publicity, LeVar. Uh, The fact that they they can actually play some defense over there. Uh, Look at these are also two of your leaders when you talk about turnover differential uh, tied at plus six. Uh, Actually, no. New Orleans is at plus six. Uh, Kansas City plus eight on the season, forcing 20 takeaways. We look at the line uh, for this one. That and notice how I'm burying the lead to try to just build up anticipation. Uh, New Orleans getting three points at home. Kansas City, the road favorite. Drew Brees back in action for this one, LeVar. Did it surprise yep. you when you saw this news trickle out at the end of the week? And just like all those spoilers in the TV shows, New Orleans did a hell of a job of keeping everybody at bay with the news. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't surprised. This is a super, super big game, and if Drew Brees could play, he would have played. An interesting uh, tidbit here. The last time these two teams met, Mike? Hit me. October 23rd, 2016, which is quite some time, and the Chiefs edged them out by six points. I think this is a great matchup, and the reason being is is that the Chiefs clearly have the better, better offense but the Saints clearly have the better defense. And so where I look at what may make the difference in this game, it's going to be the team's ability to move the ball on the ground, not necessarily in the air. I find this to be a very, very difficult matchup for the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs. It could be a bad day for them. I'm taking the New Orleans Saints in this one. Yeah, no Michael Thomas for this one on IR, so the fantasy season is done for y'all. Uh, yeah, one of the many stars that will have like the end of a an awards 
you know, award show where we've got to do kind of the in memoriam, and we'll do that, you know, of course, uh, at the end of the year with all the montages and remembering the greatness and the big moments. Uh, there's an awful lot of stars that missed significant chunks of this NFL season. We talked about the Panthers losing last night to the Packers, and Christian McCaffrey once again not available. Uh, we, I'm looking at Latavius Murray, Alvin Kamara, and Taysom Hill being the key to this game. You mentioned the run game. Yep. That means you get Taysom Hill back in the Swiss Army Knife position and Murray still uh, an underrated soul uh, between the tackles, right? Kamara gets the headlines, hasn't gotten the numbers of late, but I think it's their efforts. Because Drew Brees, it'll be curious to see, not that he pushed the ball downfield a ton, but what he can do here, right? Traquan Smith, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Jared Cook over the middle are your three primary targets. We're looking at that short to intermediate game, but it's all going to have to be predicated on how well they can get off the ball with the run. Uh, But I'm with you. I like the home dog. Mm. Wow. How about it? Drew Brees with the giant flak jacket. This will be the biggest flak jacket coming off of 11 broken ribs you'll have ever seen. Uh, He'll look like a Michelin man out there. (laughs) He probably will. Not a sponsor. I expect Taysom to get a lot of time as well today, but you know what? I think Drew's going to come out firing. This is going to be a fun game to watch. Get your popcorn ready, baby. Let's get after it. All right, when we come back, we, we talk about the fun and exciting world of Washington, the actual football team. Next, uh, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Go to geico.com, get yourself a free rate quote. Mike Harmon alongside LeVar Arrington. Find us on Twitter at Swollen Dome, at LeVar Arrington. Uh, Get all those sit starts in. We'll get those uh, processed at the end of the hour. But coming up next, what does Dwayne Haskins have for you? Can he keep Russell Wilson in a tailspin? We'll talk about it next year on Fox. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel, Juanquis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota. 
Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. little old school for you. As I start to look like Burl Ives, time to get back to the gym. Mike Harmon alongside... LeVar Arrington, the king of the mammals, with you here, Fox Sports <laughs> yeah. Radio. Well, Fox Sports Sunday, happy holidays, whatever it is you celebrate with whomever you're celebrating. Do so safely, be smart, raise a glass, and know when it's time to say when on all of that stuff. And as we remind you each and every week, you know, hold tight, reach out to those uh, in the family, the friend zone, uh, make sure everybody's okay, argue about silly stuff like football like we do. Uh, and then, uh, you know, reconnect because uh, life's too damn short. Uh, what as does holly jolly even mean? Well, I mean, I think you just get kind of bouncing around. Maybe uh, you're, you're feeling jolly because you've been gluttonizing. Maybe an extra plate uh, you know, at, the, at the Christmas trough. You know, language has just changed and evolved so much. I mean, you don't hear anybody say and be gay you know what I mean? Like, have a great day and be gay. And it's like, well, there's a, there's an evolution, right? Words take uh, may have five it. or six meanings, but one becomes the predominant one. You don't hear it anymore. You just don't. Only in your Christmas carols at this. People point. would think that I was just being like weird and saying something crazy, but actually, being jolly and and holly and gay would be something that was generally used during these times of the year. That's it. It's just a, a difference. The language evolves. I mean, if we've learned anything in 2020, how much language context and everything uh it, it changes right you know mean, have, meanings and and how people react is certainly uh one of the story top 10 storylines from this year we we both have kids that are around the same age mm-hmm. and it it is very very concerning to me that some way somehow the music and the language is now starting to get away from me and I never like it's so funny. I used to like look at my parents and be like, yeah, <laughs> you don't know that song. Or, you know, my parents would tell me certain slang terms that I wasn't allowed to use if they heard it like dope, which I still use dope. Uh, it might be. I, don't, I think you might uh, be the guy that uh, I, I don't know many others that would use it. 
as appropriately <laughs> or as often as you do. I use dope for everything. But but the funny thing is I'm now turning into that guy. It's like my lingo is old man lingo. Like I love saying you dig. Like that's my deal. Like I say something you dig. Like like do you understand me? And it's just so crazy how I got old overnight, Mike. But it's evolution, baby. Yeah, I don't know. Let's I don't know, but football. you're rocking the tight haircut. Now you're expanding your empire. Some people said that I was going through a pre-mid life crisis. <laughs> Trish, don't do that. <laughs> it's all How right. dare she? Right, it's all right. <laughs> It's all right. <laughs> we, we've, we've all had our moments, LeVar. At LeVar Arrington on Twitter. At King of the Mammals on Instagram. What other terms uh, do you want to throw on the uh, the skewers in terms of those that have changed in your lifetime? Or what music uh, artists should I add to my playlist so I can understand my kids better? At Swollen Dome, if you want to throw that in. Uh, look, man, we're doing a lot of show tunes and, and some craziness uh, in, in my house, so... It's all good. The rock side of Miley Cyrus has suddenly oh. become very celebrated uh, okay. by my younger. It's got a, a rendition of uh, Blondie's Heart of Glass, which just kicks. It is a beautiful thing. Uh, bonding through music and, uh, well, my my love of cooking. That's what we do uh, in the Harmon household come the holidays. But let's nice. get back into the games. Here's the okay. big one. All right. Word them out. Let's go all day. Seahawks and Washington. All right, here we were talking about Washington from a different perspective earlier. If you missed it, grab the the podcast uh, and download that on iTunes or I guess Apple Podcasts now, Google Play, wherever you get your audio, uh, the iHeartRadio app. Washington, six and a half point home underdogs. Seattle, the offense has had its highs and lows. You've seen the running game sputter once again. Russell Wilson not as dynamic and all of that, you know, week four MVP talk that everybody was wasting their time on. uh, You can just crumple up those old show notes and just throw them out. Dang, Mike. I'm just calling what it is. We don't do it. That's too early. You're right, but dang. Until you get to the quarter pole. It's a waste. You're, You're cheating America. There's other topics that are more important than that. Uh, But for Russell Wilson and company, uh, a big test against the Washington defense. You know, you look at Seattle, questionable uh, Carlos Dunlap, foot injury. Randall in the secondary of the safety with a foot injury as well. Uh, Jason Stanley gets some time with a shoulder injury. And for Washington, Gibson still isn't there. And no Alex Smith. So Dwayne Haskins, who looked grossly ill-prepared to take over the team last week, just call it what it is. I, I wish the kid success, but thus far, uh, I got to imagine Ron Rivera and company not uh, looking forward to this matchup. Uh, they want to see what the kid has, right? If he's learned from being sent home and some of the lessons uh, that you should have learned at this point. But for Seattle, uh, this is where I caution those that have been riding the Washington squad, right? Averaging about 27 points per game. Uh, you're looking at the defense giving you opportunities. I'm just fearful they get worn down here because short field opportunities present themselves from Haskins' oh. mistakes. Well, it's interesting. The The defense of Seattle has not been a, a strong point for them this entire season until basically now. Right, week 9, week 10, Adams and uh, Dunlap suddenly started uh, surging. They're playing much better defense. Their offense has been explosive at times. But I just feel as though Russell Wilson was at a point where the pressure of trying to be an MVP 
begin to take a toll on him and a toll on his decision making. I don't think that that's the case this this week, and I think that that's a bad situation for Washington. I do believe that they will give him trouble on defense. I just don't believe that the offense of the Washington football team will have enough firepower. I don't, I don't want to malign Haskins. I think we all know that he has to improve. Um, but I'll say this. This is a great opportunity for him to make a point if there were any time to do so. I just don't see it being enough for today. I'll take the Seahawks in this one. And I don't. I think it'll be close because of the defense. So if I were betting against the spread or betting with uh, the spread in mind, I would think that it will be less than six points that they win this game by. There you go. On opposite sides of this one, uh, Terry McLaurin for you fantasy players uh, in your playoffs this is one where he's no better than a three for me targets might be there i'm just not sure you're getting the big connection uh and we'll look on the seattle side downgrade those wide outs uh, a little bit but still playables as wr2s next we're out let's go all day browns and giants now we're talking one. now we're talking one. this is one of my favorite games of the week and that's because I'm just a big, big nerd. Uh, the Giants, six-and-a-half-point home underdogs. Colt McCoy under center. Freddie Kitchens calling plays against his old team. Yeah. How you like I that? <laughs> I don't like it. I think this Browns team is much better than what I had anticipated them to be. This this Giants team is is trying to find a rhythm, and they're trying to keep up on pace to try to maybe possibly get that that NFC East divisional crown. It's not going to happen today. And fortunately for them, as we just spoke of, the team that's ahead of them in Washington, I think both of these teams take an L. So they, they don't improve, but they don't slide anywhere either. So I think the Browns will win this one. And honestly speaking, the defense is good enough for, for the Giants to – to keep it at that that not what you say plus six uh yes yeah yeah i think i don't think that they will i don't think cleveland will will beat the spread but they will win the game yeah this is one that that's interesting for me obviously you've got uh bradbury is out for the for the giants he went to the uh covid protocol so that's a big loss which means potential opportunities for landry slash higgins uh, Higgins probably the bigger beneficiary there, uh, being a deep play threat for the Cleveland squad. You and I were in studio on Monday for that thriller uh, against the Ravens. And watching Baker Mayfield much more confident these last few weeks. It's not on him, right? Knows that the run game is going to give him ample support. Uh, if Bradbury was playing and you had your full secondary in line, I, I might be looking upset-minded. I'll be curious to see what kind of game Kitchens can put together here. Not seeing enough consistency from the run game uh, and one of the busts of the year for regular and fantasy purposes is Darius Slayton was expecting a big push through for him. But obviously Daniel Jones uh, struggles and the loss of Saquon Barkley uh, looming large. But this team fights, and Judge has them moving in the right direction. But it's not enough in this one. I'll take Cleveland to win, but I'll take 
the Giants with the points. We've still got uh, four more games to break down. We'll do those on the other side of hearing from our buddy Isaac Lowenkron. Michael yeah. LeVar, we got some breaking NBA news to start oh, us wow. off. Let's go. Tim Same McMahon time. reporting that Utah Jazz Center Rudy Gobert has agreed oh. to a five-year, $205 million extension. Say 200 and say what? 200? 205 million dollar extension. Five-year, $205 million extension. That, that's it? That's it. No more than that. Fire his agent, I guess. Boy, <laughs> high standards around here by LeVar Arrington. Five. I, I am definitely joking. Okay. <laughs> Why did I have to be so damn short? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Michael. With he numbers, better save with, his money. Yeah, with numbers like that, small forwards are asking themselves why they have to be so damn short man, as well. Man. It's a game of inches, wow. baby. Game of game of inches, game of how, thrones. How, how many inches is 200 million stacked up? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll, I'll, I'll sit and do the math later. I'll, uh, I'll Kilimanjaro, I'll that's that. how much. <laughs> Nicely done. All in ones. Third largest contract in NBA history behind Giannis Antetokounmpo and Russell West. Westbrook. What a time to be alive. Anyway, in the NFL, the New York Times reports that Washington football team owner Daniel Snyder is working to buy out three of his minority partners, including one he's accused of running a smear campaign against him. Did Snyder. you say manurity? Minority. Minority. Uh, well, oh, Snyder okay. might be calling them minority. Okay, I, th- I thought he right. was getting okay. cute with his verbiage right. there. How exciting yeah. to be. Pre- I was getting cute with it. That's nice. <laughs> How exciting to be present at the birth of a new word. The manure, the manure, do 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 do. Well, uh, after what I'm about to say, uh, that might be uh, an apt description, minority yeah. and minority. So yeah. the one he's accused of running a smear campaign against him in court filings is a real estate developer named Dwight Shar. Look, I'm oh. all about loyalty, but mm. if there were somewhere else that valued that loyalty more highly, I'm going wherever they value loyalty. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I said. Dwight Shar, friend of the show, oh, Rain not, Wilson at Rain Wilson on Twitter. Not Nicely Dwight Schrute. Dwight oh. Shar. Anyway, uh, minority. <laughs> Snyder alleges that Shar schemed to leak negative and damaging information about Snyder to the media in an attempt to compel him to sell the team. You know, frankly, I could see Dwight Schrute doing the same thing if he worked in that office over there uh, at. Um, at uh, where, where exactly is their facility located? It's, it's right. No, it's no, it's right by uh, right by Minority. Dulles, right, Lavar. It's it's called Minority Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, beats Bears Battlestar Galactica. Oh. <laughs> it is Ashburn, Virginia. There you, there you go. go. There you go. Anyway, so he alleges that uh, Shar schemed to leak negative and damaging information, and Snyder used a lawsuit that he filed in New Delhi, India, that NFL hotbed. Jeez. To obtain records that showed that Shar's daughter bought Snyder's now former executive assistant a burner phone. In that's order when to- it gets real. When you hear burner phone, <laughs> I'm going to go back and real. watch The Wire, and then the we'll, wire. Uh, we'll all catch up. Well, Man. that's the thing. I, I mean, the fascinating part to me is not the burner phone, but that it was the New guy's Delhi. daughter. It was yes. the guy's daughter. You know, oh, yeah. man. You can't, uh, you can't make that stuff up. It gets real in the field. I'll say. Shar's proceeds from the sale of his share of the team would be reduced by millions, effectively a penalty for his alleged scheming, but he's still going to walk away with hundreds of millions of dollars. It's like when Frank McCord was forced to sell the Dodgers in disgrace, he still walked away with multiple billions of dollars. Parking and, lots and everything else. And yeah. he still runs the LA Marathon. Yeah. 
Also on the field on Saturday, Buffalo clinched the AFC East with a win over the Denver Broncos. College football Saturday night, Alabama won the SEC championship game over Florida. Clemson, the ACC championship game over Notre Dame, 34-10. One other college football note Saturday, the Rose Bowl announced that one college football playoff semifinal will now be moved from the Rose Bowl to AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Michael and LeVar. Insert all your Brian Kelly jokes here. Thanks, Ilo. At Isaac Lohenkron, where you find him on Twitter. All right, LeVar, we got we to gotta hustle through. We got some games to be breaking down Come here on, let's go. on Fox. Let's go. Well, I'm out. Let's go all day. Eagles at Cardinals. All right, four wide-out sets. Spread them out and, and make, uh, make work of this Eagles secondary, which is really banged up. You're talking about missing at least – Three, if not all, of your starters when it's all said and done. Darius Slay going to try to give it a go. At last report, was still uh, having issues. Uh, Maddox uh, and then Graylin Arnold also with a hamstring there. Malik Jackson on the defensive line with concussion. Uh, the Cardinals without their kicker, Zane Gonzalez. He went to IR. So you've got that. Chase Edmonds expects to give it a go, as does Dre Kirkpatrick. Uh, I like the fact that we saw Kyler Murray trying to run again. That's a good sign that maybe the shoulders feeling a little bit better. We saw Jalen Hurts a week ago. A lot of good on the ground for he and Miles Sanders. The passing game, well, didn't quite look any different than the passing game necessarily did under Carson Wentz, except Hurts didn't get sacked as often. Yeah, I think it's going to be a difficult game for the Cardinals. I I think Jalen Hurts gets on a roll with his second game straight. I'm taking the Eagles in this one. You're going to take them outright to win? I'm going to take them outright to win. Look at you. I was looking at him with the spread when we're talking about that six and a half or seven points. But to win outright, now now I dig you. I dig dig that, that bold. Yeah, well, I mean, if you think about it, the Eagles' offense has been horrible, right? It's ranked yeah. very low, but their defense has not been bad. Their defense is playing fairly well, just outside of the top ten of defenses. This is a evenly, a much more evenly matched game than what people could imagine, and I think Jalen Hurts makes it a little bit more of an advantage right now today, going into that game. All right, we, in the uh, thirty to forty-five second realm. Uh, Carson Wentz reportedly doesn't want to be a backup. My response is play better. If you got uh, salty and butter because they drafted a would-be replacement, that reflects you and your lack of conviction, character, etc. You still got to go out and make plays. Very true. All right, Very there you true. go. Broke down an NFL locker room in a matter of eight seconds. Good job by me. All Damn. right, next. <laughs> Wear them out. Let's go all day. 49ers at Cowboys. All right, here we go. Debo Samuel out, hamstring. I was so excited to get him back uh, for fantasy purposes. Not so much. Questionable Ezekiel Elliott with a calf injury. Burton out of the secondary with the shoulder. Woods questionable with a groin injury. More of Tony Pollard is what you're expecting behind Andy Dalton. When we look at the line for this one, LeVar, we are talking about San Francisco, a three-point road favorite behind Nick Mullins. Bet that. Bet Just that. like that. There you Just go. Just like that. Just 49ers by three with three points. Bet that. Yeah, I still like Mostert and Wilson in that running game to make plays. And, and Nick Mullins is, I think, better than most will give him credit for. Uh, I will do the same. I'll take San Francisco laying the points. Next. Wear them out. Let's go all day. 
Jaguars and Ravens. All right, a bunch of guys coming back off COVID protocol, so Lamar Jackson will have his wide receivers. That was one of the concerns, right, looking at the as this game was approaching. As well, he's going to be playing with just Mark Andrews. You know, that might have been enough with that and the running game of Dobbins and Gus Edwards along with what Lamar's been doing on the ground himself, but getting those wide receivers, Brown and Boykin back, absolutely huge. Uh, on the outs, you've got Jimmy Smith, cornerback's going to miss this one. Shoulder injury, a bunch of players on the questionable tag, but all expected to give it a go. Jaguars starting Gardner Minshew spread 13 and a half, LeVar. Take it. Yeah, I think the Ravens run rough shot over them. <laughs> Take it. I know everybody's like, Gardner Minshew. It's like Gardner no. Minshew's going to be eating a lot of turf if yes. this game plays according to form. Doesn't mean he won't put up decent fantasy stats. Let's let's not confuse the two. You can still make some plays with Chenault uh, and DJ Chark and company downfield. I think you can have yourself a day, Keelan Cole. Uh, all back-end number two or WR3 plays, certainly for daily fantasy, you're going to find yourself a value. And always love James Robinson, but this week, he's not a top five or six. He's on the back-end looking at a high-end RB2 tag. But Baltimore laying the points. And finally, finally, let's go one more. Word him out. Let's go all day. Steelers and Bengals. All right, get right games if there ever was one. Minus 14, LeVar. Take him. Deontay Johnson with his struggles bringing the ball in. You and I have talked about this. I mean, there's a technique issue that that needs to be uh, pervasive in that locker room. Catch the ball with your hands. Stop letting it get into your body. Stop using your knuckles. Well, I mean, because we've we've seen it with Johnson a number of times on plays to the outside, right? It's the extension of the run game. They do drop the ball way too much. They're over 40 on the year now. Yeah, And to the fact that Johnson, who uh, early this season was just absolutely magnificent, suddenly he's got the uh, the Steve Sachs, Chuck Knobloch, whatever, the equivalent of their Chuck throwing yips. Knobloch. Well, the throwing wow. yips versus here, suddenly what's a simple play he's not making. And that's going to open up more opportunities for guys like James Washington. Uh, go back and look at how big his hands are. It's ridiculous because uh, right. he's not the tallest of the receivers. But when you look at it, I mean, he just goes out and snatches the ball out of the air. And that's what Deontay Johnson and some of the other receivers there for Pittsburgh, you know, it's a technique thing. You get the ball into the body. What happens? Bad things. It bounces off the, the pads and you got problems. Hey, Mike. Yeah. You, you know what, what Smokey and Friday love throwing out in front of people? You know what he like Hit to it. smoke? Twenty twin twins. You know what you put on your car when you have a nice car back in the day? You know what you went to to get at the rim shop? What's that? Twenty twin twins. And you know what this defense and offense and passing and rushing attack of the Bengals is? Twenty twin twin. <laughs> Yeah, they're not good. Uh, Pittsburgh, the <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh, the stingiest defense in the National Football League, even with the injuries to the middle, right? No Bush, no Bud Dupree. Still just 18.2 points per game. Uh, Ryan Finley, not to be confused with our beloved Brian Fenley, will get mm. the start for the Bengals. Yeah, good take luck the with Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. Twin, twin. <laughs> 
Kevin. All right, we did get an update uh, from what our question was. I was going to do the research. Kevin comes in on Twitter, so thank you. $205 million, uh, as Ilo told us, Rudy Gobert's contract extension. $205 million in stacked, crisp $100 bills would be 171 feet tall. Wow. I'll do the double checking, make sure to carry the ones, but we at least have an initial entrant uh, to solve that problem. But just think about the the height. Uh, that's a lot of money. I mean, that's Huel breaking bad bed making money right there. No question about it. He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Sports Sunday. We're coming to you live. Fox Football Sunday. See, the name changes. Uh, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, it's easy to save 15% or more on your car insurance with Geico. You can go to geico.com or you can call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard hard part to all of this is figuring out which way is easier. Uh, Peace and love to you all. Thanks to our crew. We've got Isaac. We've got Chris. we got Vince. And coming up on the other side, we've got Mammals of the Week and your Fantasy Ninjas and a couple of closing thoughts uh, ahead of the college playoff announcement. Those are coming next on Fox. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Farian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royals. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Toro Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes! The Italian Christmas donkey deep dives here. Fox Football Sunday, Mike Harmon alongside LeVar Arrington. A song many of you have never heard. And maybe won't ever hear again. But it's one of those... We got it. Look, you got Christmas songs and holiday songs for a month, Lavar. You got to get some deep cuts in. Okay. We didn't get the uh, you know King Diamond or uh, ACDC or anything in, but we got the Christmas Donkey. I did have a uh, this Christmas by Ruben Studdard uh, request oh. that had come in. So okay. uh, soulful kind of thing. Uh, we started the show talking about my beloved Northwestern Wildcats uh, losing in the Big Ten championship. Look, we it's appropriate we're on a Sunday, though, LeVar, because the man's name was Sermon that mm. ran all over them. Well, there you and go. And man, did he preach on a Saturday. I'll tell you what. <laughs> 3.31. Preach. Uh, whew. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, I'm still feeling the reverberations of that. But yeah. uh, I did see some of my uh, media brethren asking this question. Saying why are why is everybody putting out a note uh, about Northwestern and the effort? It's like I don't know if you don't do that for your team. I think there's probably a problem with you, isn't there? Mm. It, it, it wasn't a hey, you know, good good job, good effort, you know, but you lost, you know, to to so close kind of thing. It's don't you only support your team in wins and losses? Isn't that what we're supposed to do here? You're supposed to support your team. Yes. Period. All right, Adam Schefter reporting an hour ago, uh, just to throw this out here. <laughs> NFL teams expected to make formal requests to interview Pat Fitzgerald for their head coaching jobs after the Northwestern Bowl game, mm-hmm. one that will be announced a little later on today. A uh, number of teams, including your alma mater, uh, Penn State, opting out of playing in a bowl game yeah, this I saw year. That. USC, uh, some of the heavyweights. Uh, as well. So we'll be curious to see what that bowl, abbreviated bowl schedule looks like. As you heard from Isaac Lowencrown in the updates, Rose Bowl moving to Jerry's world so Brian Kelly doesn't have to get put to the fire of his idiotic boycott nonsense that he threw out there. Hmm. Uh, that, that's on the metal stand, I think, for dumber, dumber quotes. And Vince, uh, our executive producer, had a, a great point. I heard him espousing a little bit earlier uh, talking about the whininess of college football coaches mm. uh, and throughout. And that's one thing we learned. Look, we always knew, you know, the provincial and uh, king-making ep- episodes and efforts uh, within college football. But uh, everybody sees everything as a slight in the college football world. I think it was never more exacerbated than during this time. Jeez. That was a whole lot of words right there, man. I, I, I got you like getting the word sickness. exacerbate in there? Yeah, yeah, that was good, man. That's a $5 word. Yeah, whatever it is you there. just said, I agree. Yeah! <laughs> I love it. Hey, you ready to dole out some mammals of the week? Uh, you know, I'm giving out one mammal because he is deserving of being by himself. One King Henry. He will be a mammal of the week. There you go. Going up against Detroit. Uh, projected in your fantasy lineups, folks, about 19 points 
Uh, I think you'll take the over on that. Yeah. I think they're being conservative. Uh, they'll be able to run the football. I just think the spread's pretty sizable. It did go down a couple of points once it was revealed that Matthew Stafford was going to try to put on a cape uh, and make a superhuman effort uh, for this week's game, huh. despite the injuries. I, I thought it was after they heard our show. Well, there's that, too. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to prop him up. Okay. Curious as to where his next destination will be, but uh, that's speculation. we got plenty of off-season ahead of us, LeVar. Uh, that is true. There you go. A couple of fantasy ninjas on the week. Well, Leonard Fournette back in the lineup. Why? Because Ronald Jones is banged up. So expecting to see him, particularly in and around the goal line. So we'll give him a nod as a nice flex-worthy or RB3 option for you as you roll through uh at the wide receiver position we talked about him emmanuel sanders with no michael thomas expect him to be active in the passing game uh as we have a good one between the saints and the chiefs later on today and from the quarterback position uh let's let's get after it uh because well i have to it's mitchell trubisky against minnesota because well (laughs) they get no pressure up front hey do you own or rent your home Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance, and it's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico.com. It's easy. That's the Geico fantasy play of the day. LeVar, it has been a crushing, beautiful two hours, lots of deep thoughts yeah, uh, and entertainment. Up on Game podcast, the I Want Your Lex podcast. Go get them over at Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next week. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.